do it. Chat GDP will spit one out in five seconds. Yeah, but oh, there's a good idea. I already tried it and it's not very detailed. It called you lazy. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you lazy cracker. I ain't riding this shit for you, punk ass bitch. <laughs> your own script. <laughs> Welcome to the All-American Savage Show podcast with your host, John Burke, and his far more attractive co-host, me. Now, let's get into it. That's what your mom said. Welcome back to the All-American Savage Show podcast. I am your host, John Burke. Really glad to have you today, folks. It's a uh, two for today. We got two episodes going to you. We had a uh, special guest in the studio earlier, and now it's uh, back to uh, Josh. So, fucking yeah. Sorry, everybody. Yeah, yeah. We got Josh back. Yeah. And there was much rejoicing. Yeah. Little Monty Python reference there for our uh, older folks listening in. Oh, man. Where to start? Today's show is going to be a little weird. Um, the, the headlines for today's news is just kind of like, what the hell? Um, and, you, and you'll see as we go. But folks, before we get into this, hey, do me a favor. Share the show. If you can, go over to iTunes and leave us a review. Um, post in the link in the chat. If you leave us a review, it helps boost us, helps boost our ratings. We need that help. We greatly appreciate all of our love and support of our listeners and our uh, followers and stuff like that. You guys are freaking incredible. We can't thank you enough. So do me a favor. Go leave us a good review over on the, the podcast episodes of uh, iTunes. And like I said, helps boost our numbers. It gets us out there. It's one way that you can actually help us. And we really appreciate that. You guys are freaking phenomenal. And as of course, as you know, this episode is brought to you by ShellshockCBD.com. Why? Because why not? There. Here's your ad. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. Buy the shit now, or I swear to God, I keep doing these ads. I swear to God. I swear to God. I swear to God. Smack him across the. (laughs) With my dick. Dude, I'm so excited. Tomorrow we have Military uh, Murder podcast. Maddie, she's coming on the show. Very successful podcast. And the genre is true crime, but with the military. Um, And I don't want to give too much away, but she's really good at this. It's a very successful podcast. I listened to an episode coming home from Austin the other day, and uh, this woman has just carved out something incredible. So she's excited to come on the show. Um, She was a bit like, she's like, I I don't want to talk about anything controversial, podcast or politics. It's like, no, 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 this is about you. It's about your podcast. Like, I'd love to know the ins and outs of what you've done to make it successful. I told her, I was like, I want to know the weirdest, zaniest thing that you've had to report on or that you've done an episode about. Um, the tips and tricks for how to make a successful podcast, things you've learned along the way. Because even I'm, I'm curious, like what are some things that she's done that maybe I could apply towards this podcast to make it even more successful? Mm-hmm. Or maybe Valor. And I need to get back into Valor. I keeps, I just wish somebody would write the episodes for me and then I can just do the reads and then do the editing. It's just the research that goes into this, it's very time consuming. So doing this podcast, doing Shellshock, doing Valor, it is a lot. And it got to the point where I wanted to do like a Valor episode every week, but that just wasn't even tangible by myself. So that was going to like once a month. But then it's like you don't want to get the story wrong. Uh, you don't want to get facts wrong, God forbid, because then, you know, you, you don't want to do somebody an injustice. 
but I love doing the Valor podcast. Like I, re- I would love to see Valor blow up and be bigger than uh, the All American Savage show. It's just that I got to dedicate time to it, and I'm not gonna lie, I'm fucking lazy. I'm lazy. I'm not. It's like when I get in the zone, it's like I just go. Like I will do an episode in a day because I feel like the creative juices are flowing. You got to get this down. You got to get it out of your head. You got to write it down. But then it's just like, oh fuck, fuck. So if there's any writers out there that want to work for free, I'll credit you. I mean, there is that if you want to write these episodes for me. Um, because it's storytelling to a degree. It's like taking the facts and then putting it in a very interesting chronological order and telling a person's story. So we've already done Joan of Arc, Sitting Bull. We did a special uh, Halloween episode, which is our last episode from last Halloween. Oh, okay. It's been damn near. Maybe we just make Valor a Halloween special every year. The like, holiday special. The holiday special. We're going to talk about waiters. Lots of waiters. This is about Ichabod Train. <laughs> You're gonna love it. You're gonna love it. It's amazing. But uh, yeah, we really, uh, we really appreciate all that, man. People keep asking when's the podcast coming. It's like whenever I get off my lazy ass and write the motherfucker is what I got to do. But it's it's very soothing. It's ASMR styled. It's just called the Valor Podcast. Go look it up. It's got a big V on the front. And uh, yeah, we had a lot of great reviews on it. I just I need to sit down and fucking do it. Just do it. Fuck do it. Yeah. Do it. Josh should do it. Do it. Chat GDP will spit one out in five seconds. Yeah, but. Oh, there's a good idea. I already tried it and it's not very detailed. It called you lazy. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you lazy cracker. I ain't writing this shit for you, punk ass bitch. <laughs> Write your own script. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> pretty much in those words, in no uncertain terms. Yeah, pretty much. But, uh, all right. So it's already in the news. I talked about it yesterday on the show. Um, Liberty safe. You're in real hot water. Uh, real yeah. hot water. Um, didn't gain a lot of fans there, did they? No, they didn't. When you call yourself Liberty safe, your article's coming to us from Breitbart here. And it says, um, Liberty safe gave FBI access code to January 6th protesters safe. Liberty safe announced Tuesday. They cooperated with the FBI by giving them an access code that allowed agents to get into a safe owned by Nathan Hughes during a, during a raid. Liberty safe describes themselves. Thus Liberty safe has built America's most trusted gun safes for sale for over 30 years. Our unyielding commitment to high quality gun safes has made Liberty the premier choice for millions of Americans. You are always protected with a Liberty gun safe with superior fire protection, exclusive military style locking bars and unmatched security features. And by the way, we will straight up narc your ass if the FBI comes knocking. They forgot to mention that little part there. Um, but those security features were overridden by an access code Liberty Safe provided the FBI, which conducted a raid on Hughes' home over the January 6th participation allegations and arrested him. The Hodge twins used an ex-post indicated they knew Hughes personally, and they described the FBI raid on his home, including Liberty Safe's cooperation with the FBI. They said, and I quote, Last week, a friend of ours was raided by the feds over J6. His name is Nathan Hughes, and he's from Fayetteville, Arkansas. Nate was raided by the FBI and arrested at gunpoint. His girlfriend, who had just had a miscarriage, was held at gunpoint and put in handcuffs. The FBI turned off his security cameras, unplugged his internet, and flipped his house upside down in a search. The feds called the manufacturer of his Liberty gun safe, and he got the pa- got the passcode to get into it, too. All for protesting at the Capitol over two and a half years ago. He's being charged with crimes related to January 6th. He didn't assault anyone. He didn't vandalize anything. He's being labeled a domestic terrorist and a traitor to his country by woke leftists in the media. 
Nate is just like us. He's an outspoken American patriot. He loves freedom, loves his country, and would do anything to preserve our rights. He's been fighting to save our country for years now. He's also a small business owner with a family that relies on him. We all know how heated this political climate is getting, but they've pushed too far, and it's time for people to speak up for people getting screwed by the system. BLM and Antifa can go burn down our cities and get off the hook, but Trump supporters get raided and rounded up for protesting. You're not wrong. Nope. Liberty Save claimed they had no knowledge of any of the details surrounding the investigation at the time uh, that the FBI requested a code to get to the safe. Liberty Safe added, Liberty Safe is devoted to protecting the personal property and Second Amendment rights of our customers and has repeatedly denied requests for access codes without a warrant in the past. We do not give out combinations without proper legal documentation being provided by authorities. Okay, here's the first part of that. I don't fucking care. Yeah, me neither. I don't fucking care. Everything you just said, I don't fucking care. The fact that you even have an override protocol in existence only serves for that situation. I would never buy a safe that the safe manufacturer could get into if they wanted to. Yeah. That's like, absolutely not. No, because the reason for a safe is I want protection from everybody. Nobody should be able to get into that safe except moi. So Liberty Safe's uh, business model right off the bat is really fucked. I didn't know that. I didn't either. I didn't, yeah. So I'm just kind of sitting there. It's like, I don't give a damn if they came to you with a warrant or not. All you had to say is like, yeah, we don't, I got no, I mean, you're not going to lie to the feds. I get it. But the fact that you even have that system in place, did that not send up any red flags to say, well, this could be used against gun loving, liberty loving patriots. I'm, I'm just, I'm curious. I mean, do any other safe companies have this or do this? Because if they do, they're wrong. They're very wrong. I don't get that. So, I mean, just because the feds come to you with a warrant, they're like, ah, oh, well, now it's okay. Like, no, that's not okay. Absolutely not. Yeah. That's not what your safe is there to do. So realistically, it's you have access to it. The safe company has access to it. And potentially the feds could have access to it. So then what's the point in the safe? That's just ridiculous, man. And, you know, of course, they're getting shredded on social media, as they should be. I mean, you call yourself Liberty Gun Safe. Liberty, Liberty, Liberty. Oh, wait, what? No, not so much. <laughs> Yeah, they turned off the comments on their Twitter. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, of course. They'd probably get roasted. Hey, yeah. They didn't on Instagram. I was already on it, baby. <laughs> yeah, Bud Light Safe Inc. <laughs> Bankruptcy coming. Rest in peace. Done. Done. Yeah, they're done. Picture of the Titanic. Oh, that's Courtney from the uh, from the chat. Mm. She's a damn savage. I love it. I love it. Probably override if you get your password. I get that, but that's not their responsibility. It's like, I, I mean, I would tell people, it's like, if you yeah, forget your password, you're on your own. Right. We have no, because that's how it should be. Yeah. I understand backup protocol to a degree. When it comes to a safe, I mean, or here's what you could do. You could offer variations of a safe saying, look, this one we have backup codes to, this one we don't. You can choose accordingly. And then if somebody buys a safe knowing they have access to those codes, I mean, you should kind of come with the caveat of, and by the way, if the feds access or want warrants and yet, or have warrants and want access to your safe, then yeah, yeah. So I think people, at least you provide people both options, but being the fact that you don't, or I would assume, I mean, I don't know. Maybe you don't, maybe you do, but it's just like, bro, that's a shit take to have. That, that really is like, you know, liberty guns say protect your guns, except for the feds. Yeah. Everything that's going on right now, it's, you have these liberals that are cheering, yeah. the left that is cheering yeah. and it's just a matter of time before it happens to them. Yeah. They don't see that and they don't care. Are stupid. I mean, the side by side comparison of like the Antifa and BLM riots after it's, Trump took yeah. office when they burned down half of Washington, D.C., yep. let alone half the United States, nothing happened. Yeah. But here you have these people where the government was clearly involved. Mm -hmm. They were opening the gates, they were letting people in. They yeah. gave the 
the shaman guy a tour of the of the yep. uh, capital. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> I mean, they're just trying to what they're trying to do is send a message. They're trying to send. It's a, a police. We're living in a police state. Yeah. None of us are safe. Well, that leads us to the next article. Uh, yeah, I would never buy Liberty Safe after that. Absolutely not. It's like, I don't see the point in that. What's, I mean, I get maybe to the uneducated person. It's like, well, yeah, at least they have a backup code in case I forget mine. It's like, yeah, but you don't see how that could work against you, bro. Like, you really don't. Like, maybe a former disgruntled employee that wants to start robbing people that have their saves. Like, you, you could do it. It's possible. But, I don't know, that's just me. Second article today in regards to uh, January 6th, Proud Boys, Enrique Terrio receives record 22-year prison sentence for Capitol riots. Former Proud Boys leader Enrique Terrio receives 22 years in federal prison on Tuesday, a record high sentence for the January 6, 2021 defendants. Terrio's 22-year sentences or sentence surpasses Oath Keepers founder Stephen Stewart Rhodes and former Proud Boys leader Ethan Nordine's previous record high 18-year prison sentence. The 39-year-old was not in Washington, D.C. on January 6, 2021 due to his arrest in the city two days prior for allegedly defacing a Black Lives Matter banner. After his arrest, a judge ordered him to leave the nation's capital, so Terrio spent the majority of January 6, 2021 at a Baltimore hotel. However, prosecutors said Terrio's absence from the city on that day does nothing to detract from the severity of his conduct because he was a general rather than a soldier. Federal prosecutor said Terrio is a gifted communicator who excels at attracting followers, who uses those talents to inflame and radicalize untold numbers of followers, promoting political violence in general and orchestrating the charge conspiracies in particular, or the charge conspiracies in particular. To Terrio, January 6th was an act of revolution, prosecutors added. Terrio was one of the four Proud Boys convicted of seditious conspiracy after a trial in May. Judge Timothy Kelly applied a terrorism sentencing enhancement, as he did with some of Terrio's co-defendants. His attorney, Sabino Girargiu, uh, fought back against the terrorism label, arguing that Terrio is, mis- is a misguided patriot. My client is no terrorist. My client is a misguided patriot, Girargiu said. My client comes from a country where there are no rights. There's nothing, Girargiu said in a, in a nod to Terrio's Cuban heritage. He was trying to protect this country as misguided as he was. Terrio offered his apologies to law enforcement officials who responded to the Capitol riot before the judge handed down the 22-year sentence. He said, to the men and women of law enforcement who answered the call that day, I'm sorry, Terrio said. I've always tried to hold myself to a higher standard, and I failed. I failed miserably. I thought of myself morally above others, and this trial has humbled me. I am not a politician zealot, Terrio added. When I get back home, I want nothing to do with politics, groups, activism, or rallies. More than 1,100 individuals have been charged in connection with the Capitol riots, and about 300 have been incarcerated. I would have fired my attorney. How do you come, with me, come to me with that statement? I'm like, you're fired. Well, this guy's a political prisoner. It's like you're going down, go down fighting. Yeah. Go down fighting. Go down for what you're standing for. I mean, he wasn't even in the city. I think it's complete. Hitting him with 22 years. That's bullshit. That is such total bullshit. I agree. They but broke this guy. Listen to his it, statement. Did at anything the end happen there. to John Sullivan, that BLM black kid that was making threats about uh, ripping people out of the White House no. and guillotining, and he no. was actually in the Capitol? Anything happened to his black ass? No. No. Not that. Yeah. How about Nothing that, happened to any of those people that went to the White House when Trump was in the White House yeah. and started rioting, pulling down the barriers, lighting that church across the street on fire. None of nothing. Yep. It's political prosecution. It really is. It's political prosecution. That's what he should have went with. He should have went with, this is a disgrace to the United States. The fact mm-hmm. that you're throwing me in jail for 22 years, I'm a political prisoner. Let's have some real talk. We talked about this right before the show. And I want, Chad, I want your opinion on this. Um, the charges levied at Trump. Right now, Jack Smith has new charges, apparently. They're, they're putting more charges on him. And I just want to say, what if, 
What do you think is going to happen if Trump is found guilty and actually sent to prison? What do you think that's, what do you think is going to happen in this country? Cause I actually, I don't know if any podcasters or anything like that have been actually talking about this, but it's like, what do you think the MAGA supporters are going to do? Do you think that could lead to war? I don't know. I, I mean, when people start to see their loved ones being locked up and persecuted for their political beliefs, then who knows? And I think that truck, or that Trump and Tucker interview when they were talking about civil wars, like you have a lot of passion and you got a lot of hatred and those two things are very dangerous. And he's yeah. right. He's right. absolutely right. Because if it's somebody that is in my family, that's going through something like this, you know, it's going to, it's going to light a fire under you. You know, you're going to want to do something about the tyranny that's going on. It just feels like if that's the case and the next time a Republican gets in office and they use the same tactics, like, I feel like that that's kind of like the gateway to a civil war. One political party weaponizes itself against the other. The other one eventually does achieve power, does the same thing. And it's like, it's a clear abuse of justice across the spectrum on both sides. One throws a punch, another throws a punch back. And it just, it's a continual perpetual cycle of just political weaponization of DOJ, FBI, all this shit. Yeah. So it's like, what's the end state here? And I feel like Democrats have initiated this. Jack Smith, Bragg, all these dudes. I feel like all of them, I, I really feel this was a coordinated effort. This was planned out. It was planned for some time. And it's no coincidence they launched this right before the election, like a year out from the election that Trump starts facing all this stuff. But I just wonder, honestly, it has been pretty nervous. It has been pretty nervous. I feel like they're going to get something on them. Whether it be- With the shit with that- Psychopath E. Jean Carroll yeah. being awarded five million and then another five million dollars, it looks like. Yeah. With something that happened supposedly 30-something years ago with zero evidence yeah. and just this crazy person. It's fucking insane. Work. A judge and, like that's just you're not getting to show you. Yeah, you're not getting a fair share. No, I don't no. think Trump's gonna get a fair trial. I think anybody in not again, New York and not no. Washington, maybe in Georgia, but I doubt mm, it. What do you count? Maybe on that. in Florida. Yeah. I don't think it's going to get a fair trial. And it's at that point that it begs the question of what are people supposed to do? What are you supposed to do? But the problem is the water's been muddied by Trump's. Camps? That's why his, well, I think the mud, the water's been muddied by Trump's actions towards the GOP and those that used to support him. It's like, bro, in this time of crisis, we should be united and we're not. And he has a lot to do with that. So it's kind of like, it's hard to feel sorry for this dude. It's like, you knew this was coming. I mean, Trump even said they're going to come after me. But it's like, I feel like you should have been planning for some, a different style of running a campaign that united the right under the idea of like, look, guys, I fucked up. I've learned from that. Let's go back and let's take it to them. Let's actually clean out this. Like, let's actually just not even drain the swamp. Let's clean Congress. Let's clean the White House. But it wasn't that way. So I kind of feel like with all the punching at DeSantis, all the accusations, all of these things, the... Uh, the, the MAGA influencer network on Twitter, which is just completely toxic as fuck, like sincerely toxic as fuck. I just feel like it's hard to want to get involved. It's hard to want to get, again, any one of us could be the next ones. I get it. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, bro, you know, Trump's going through this. The J6ers have been going through this. Trump never helped them. So it's just like, bro, it, it's, it feels like it falls on deaf ears. It's like, you can't sit there and say, hey, help me, but you don't do anything to help those other guys over there yeah, that well, are clearly being prosecuted. Swami. Came out. He did come out, yeah. And said that he would, you know, um, what, what is it? Uh, pardon? Pardon all the J6 people who have been arrested and thrown in jail. Mm -hmm. That's a smart thing to do. I don't trust the guy, but he's saying the right thing. Has Trump said anything like that? 
No, I don't no. think so. Don't if he has, so I, I haven't heard it. I agree with Vivek. Yeah, well, I do too. I, I don't I, trust I him, do but he don't. is saying all the right things. He is. I, the only thing I don't agree with him on, though, is I don't think there should be generalized pardons. I really feel like people should be prosecuted that we're doing the wrong thing. At this point, I don't even think so. You don't think I, so? No. I, how they've treated all these people, like whatever they have already gone through, should be sufficient enough to be like, okay, you're done. Yeah, That's fair it. enough. Yeah, but I also feel like it's it's too it's multi multifaceted. I feel like the other part is those that were wrongfully accused and convicted and whatever and put into solitary should like be paid back. Yeah, they should be taken care. of. But those that actually committed violence and stuff like yeah, you should be paid. You, I'm what sorry, violence? Be, who cre- who? Didn't they beat that one dude with a uh, no? A freaking, uh, I thought there was footage of it. Breaking breaking so. windows, stuff like that. I'm not uh, saying those, jail time. I'm sure I'm those saying, people have been in jail. Yeah. And they probably served their time. But what's going on case, right now? I agree with that. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. you know, you guys fuck these people I'm because of you their went political on there beliefs. And you, commit, you committed vandalism and stuff. You broke the law. Like you broke the fucking law. There so is no I justification. Think, I think the that. government's breaking the law. They're not even following the Constitution I at this point. I agree with that too. But with two wrongs don't make a right. It's like, I think if we're talking from, we're talking from Vivek's perspective of if I was president, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to review these cases. And if I find that, you know, this dude was actually busting windows, like, no, and he's already been in prison, yeah, sentence served, done, commuted, done. Yeah. Now, clearly, it was too much to begin with. I mean, at worst, a fine, some public service, probation. I'm not 100% that, sure that these people weren't uh, part of the Democratic Party, like Antifa members or BLM members. Obviously, there were. Right. Oh, yeah. There was bad. Obviously, there were some FBI people in there. Why hasn't Ray Epps been charged with anything? That's a very good question. This guy is... All over the internet, yeah. telling yeah. people this is where we're, we're going go. to go. This we're is where go the capital yeah. is. We're going inside. We're going to go inside. And then texting yeah. his nephew, saying, "I got everybody to go in." Yeah. Like, are we all idiots? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think they <laughs> think that about we it. are. Yeah. yeah. But this is just like 22 years. First, I thought I could have swore that rally was called "Stop the Steel Rally." That was organized by that uh, the Sammy Davis Jr. looking motherfucker. Uh, it just got busted for underage with boys, dudes, or teenagers. Oh, God. What? Ali Asala, Ali, not Ali G. He was hanging out with Milo and all those dudes. Oh, God. What's his name? Chad. Ali, um, I'm going to say Ali Asalini Airbase. Fuck. He and I went back and forth on Twitter once not too long ago before he, like, ran and hid from the world because of his weird behavior. Um, but he was the one that supposedly orchestrated the entire thing the rally in itself, which isn't a crime because the rally by itself was just a form of protest. I mean, he had no idea what was going to happen after the fact, but it was interesting that they didn't even, they didn't try and come after him considering they went after other people for much less things. Yeah. So it's like, Hmm, just being around the Capitol. Yeah. Just being there. Yeah. Telling you, telling you it's, it's crazy times, folks. Crazy times. All right, well, we talked about this very briefly the other day. (laughs) Um, The flight smelled around the world. This is a biohazard issue. Flight turns around due to passengers' diarrhea accident. Now, I'm not making this up, folks. Um, I promise you I'm not. I promise you I'm not. Let me flip this camera angle. There we go. Another reason not to have Taco Bell at Um, the airport. That was a He trusted a Taco Bell fart. That's what that was. Actually, no, Sheila and I were talking about this last night, and she's like, he had to have had food poison. Um, I don't know if the pictures are in here. I did see the photos, and this dude, oh, my God. Um, A Delta flight en route to Barcelona, Spain, from Atlanta, Georgia, was forced to turn around due to a passenger having diarrhea all over the plane. 
The airline pilot called the incident into the air traffic control two hours into its eight-hour flight on Friday. This is a biohazard issue the pilot shared to air traffic control, which was recorded from liveatc.com and shared on X. We've had a passenger who's had diarrhea all the way through the airplane, so they want us to come back to Atlanta. Oh, my God. I would be just so, so livid. Number one, oh, boy. So the photos, I don't think they show the photos. The photos, it's literally brown, massive brown spots down the aisle to the bathroom from the guy's seat. And it was at least 20, 30 meters. And apparently this guy, like, it was a lot. It wasn't just dribble. It was like a big spot followed by a few feet, a big spot. It's like, holy crap. This dude, like, straight up from, like, everything he had inside of him came out. And the fact was, the weird thing, he was wearing clothes. Yikes. So it was dripping out of his pants or shorts, I'd imagine. Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't even come out of the bathroom at that point. It's like, I clear know. the airplane. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to land in here, and I'm going to cover my face because, I ho- you know, for his I hope they don't release his name or his face. That You will never recover from that embarrassment. No. That or you just got to own it. It's just like, you just got to own it. It's like, hey, I'm working for Taco Bell now, or here's x new spokesperson. That would be a move for x or that would be a move for uh, I, or, uh, 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 freaking Pepto-Bismol or Tums. Tums, the Tums, Tums. Flying anytime soon? Want to get away? <laughs> Want to get away from it all? Uh, the flight had already been delayed for two hours prior to taking off. Sheesh. Talk about just like the worst flight ever to be on. Oh First God. of all, it's two hours delayed. That would put anybody off of their uh, their good mood. It's bad enough smelling people's farts. Oh, bro. It's ridiculous. But then the plane takes off, and two hours into your eight-hour flight to Atlanta, some dude just straight up runs down the aisle, leaving a little brown slug trail. And the next thing you know, the entire cabin just reeks of whatever's inside that guy. And like I said, when you have diarrhea to that level and that much is coming out, it's got to be food poisoning. It's got to be. And when it comes to food poisoning, as I can recently attest to you, that is the worst smelling diarrhea. You, I, bro, when I was on all diarrheas, when I was on the toilet, I was, I was throwing up at the same time, but part of it was from how bad that smell was like, this is coming out of me. This is coming out of me. Come out devil. Oh, Exercise the different. Oh God! Just a whole horde of demons coming out of me, bro. It it was bad. So I can only imagine. I mean, I don't want to, but oh, can, could you see yourself on that flight? Two yeah. hours in, the like, guys. Here's uh, your captain speaking. Uh, due to unforeseen circumstances of somebody just literally shitting themselves down the aisle, we now have to turn around two hours and go back. I'd be like, can we find like an airport like closer in some podunk town that we could just do an emergency landing? Get a cleaning crew in here, clean it up, spray, spray some stuff for breeze or whatever, and let's get the hell out of here. Crack the window. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Poor guy. A Federal Aviation Administration flight strip for the flight DL-194 was posted to Reddit, which indicated that the plane was turned around due to diarrhea all over the air cabin. Cleaning crews were able to scrub the plane of all the fecal matter before boarding it again with the passengers for it to head to Spain for the second. Wait a minute. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. You put the back on the same plane? You're kidding me. Oh, my God. I'd be I like, get, no. How many planes go international, though? I mean, a I, lot. maybe they don't have a choice. Bro, I'm Apparently sorry. Apparently, they didn't. I would be like, no, absolutely not. I Long am not getting delay? Um, Didn't say. The Airbus 350, A350, landed in Barcelona the next day at 5 p.m., eight hours after it was originally scheduled to arrive 
According to Flight Trader 24 or Flight Radar 24, it is unknown if the passenger with the loose stool was aboard the second flight. I'm pretty sure he's not. Yeah. I would hope he's not. You guys go on without me. I'll I'll come later. (laughs) I got some stuff to take care of. I got some business I got to take care of. Like a facial reconstruction surgery so nobody recognizes me after this. go crunch some numbers. Delta Airlines addressed the incident in the statement. Our teams worked as quickly and as safely as possible throughout or thoroughly cleaning the airplane to get our customers to their final destination. We sincerely apologize to our customers for the delay and inconvenience to their travel plans. Uh, this incident comes three days after extreme turbulence aboard a Delta flight from Milan, Italy, to Atlanta sent passenger, 11 passengers to the hospital. Ooh, folks, I can tell you from personal experience, when that dude, uh, when that pilot turns on that seatbelt sign, put it on because they're expecting turbulence. And, you know, I've been in one flight where the turbulence is really bad, and it's like my seatbelt was keeping me in place because we were bumping all around. Uh, and the other times, not so much. But all it takes is that one time to hit that one pocket of air, oh, yeah. and you're going up to the ceiling, and you could break your neck. Like, it is violent. It is very, very violent. So, yeah, just a word of the wise when that dude said, just leave your, leave your belt buckled for your own safety. Um, and it, just a footnote on that, no plane has ever went down because of turbulence, by the way. And I know it's scary. Bro, yeah. I'm scared shitless. But I have to remind myself, no plane has ever in the history of flight been brought down by just turbulence. So... Lightning strikes, that's different. <laughs> if you're in a storm, you're fucked. Yeah, I don't think that does anything either, right? I have no idea. I know the plays are equipped to handle that. I heard that they uh, there's something on the nose of the plane that's supposed to act like a uh, lightning, lightning rod. Yeah. I, dude, I have no maybe. idea. Or maybe that, that was just I will tell you something this, I made up. I don't want to find out. I definitely don't want to find out. I'll put it that way. Man, can you imagine just being on that flight and just... Shit everywhere, and the, and the other part you're gonna squeak out a little silent part. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh gee, think of the person sitting next to him. Haven't been piled right next to him. All right? I could think of in my mind was like, oh, I'm gonna try and make this fair. Oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god. Another reason not to fly coach. <laughs> but I read another article where they said the stench was so bad that was the biohazard part. Like the 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 uh, the fellow passengers were just they were complaining. It was like so terrifyingly horrible. Just think the, the mask stench. dropped down from the ceiling? You know, if there's a way for them to manually do that, I would have done that. It's like, now put, this put, box, yeah, put the oxygen mask on. on. I mean, we're recycling the same air up here, but at least you have to... I mean, actually, no, you're probably still going to smell it because it's recycled air. So then you're just breathing in the fecal fumes. I mean, it doesn't really matter either way. I'm sure the first class people were like, oh, please close the curtains. We don't want the stench of that man's anus up here with us, please. It smells like butthole. <laughs> Oh, you remember this teacher, Canadian teacher Kayla Limiox ditches Z-cup breasts. Was it all a hoax? This is a supposed transgender teacher that wore the massive fake tits with his nipples poking out. Um, and the people just really wanted to drag this motherfucker. And from the beginning, people were kind of speculating. Like, is this guy being, I think it's like he was trying to game the system and make an example of how stupid the system is. So apparently the transgender Canadian teacher who went viral for wearing a wig and gigantic prosthetic breasts at school last fall has ditched that look for the upcoming school year, causing many to wonder if his getup was all a hoax. Kaylee Lima, the Canadian teacher uh, known for wearing a wig and the Z-cup prosthetic, um, was recently seen walking around and clad in men's attire with a scruffy beard and no breast or wig, according to photos and video obtained by Daily Mail. Um... Lumino has been showing up for Nora Francis Henderson's secondary school in Hamilton, Ontario, dressed as a man just days before classes are set to begin, leaving wondering if the stunt he pulled last year was all a hoax. 
The Canadian school teacher did not respond when he was questioned by Daily Mail reporter who asked him why he claimed his breasts were real and when he knew that they were not. Lemix also did not respond after being asked if he would show up to teach classes dressed as a man or woman. Teacher had previously insisted his enormous breasts were real, which he said was a result of a rare condition called gynotomastia. I'm, I butchered that. And claimed that he was not transgender, but rather intersex, meaning he was born with male and female sex organs. Lemieux has also admitted that he did not have any proof from a doctor for this backup claim. I think it's a hoax. I think it's a hoax. I think this dude was playing the system, which is kind of funny because it's like they deserve it. And you know everybody's out there, oh, he's so brave. He's so brave with those fake bazongas. So brave. Whatever. Whatever. I, I, well, I think the... That was my kid in his class. I'd be more bothered that the nipples are very clear. Yeah, you know, prominent there. You can see them. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's too much. That's that's not appropriate for kids. That is not appropriate for kids whatsoever. But like I said, I think it was just a hoax. It's just him kind of showing an example, saying, "Look how stupid this is." Um, who's who's seen the cop thing? Cops gone wild. Y'all see you see this one yet? Uh-uh. Oh, bro, brace yourself. Cops steamy squad car session with woman in skimpy outfit was caught on video. Video of Maryland police officer kissing a woman and heading into the back of a patrol car has racked up millions of views. Here, I'll, I'll show it to you. Um, so this is the dude at the front. There's this cop car right there. There's somebody like filming him from across the street. Apparently, he does not know this. Um, and the officer, let me just play the video here. I'll just mute this because nobody gives a damn about these stupid ass ads. Bye now. Liberty, Liberty, our safe soccer. Here we go. Let's blow it up. All right. So the officer is making out with this woman across the street. Um, I mean, she's just straight up pulling him down. It looks like a hug. And then she's like touching his face. There's kissing. He's a big motherfucker. He's a Jack Diesel son of a bitch. So now he's escorting her to the back of the truck where oh he's got God. his arm over her shoulder. She's holding his hand. She opens the back car door. Um, well, he has to unlock it for her. Then this is in his police cruiser. Um, then she gets in and then he decides to slide in the back there with her. Yeah, this cruiser's rocking. Don't come and knock it. Bro, as big as he is, like, what are you doing in there? You don't have room to do anything. Like, you take up the entire back seat. Like, how are you? I'm just impressed you made this happen. But um, a police officer in Prince George's County, Maryland, was suspended over a viral video allegedly showing him kissing a woman before the pair went to the back of a patrol car. Timothy Tinkleff in the chat says this is one cop who definitely appreciates black lives. Apparently. (laughs) Oh, my God. Very tiny. PGPD um, executive command is aware of a video circulating on social media with one of our officers. As soon as we became aware of it earlier today, we opened an investigation to determine uh, the circumstances. The Prince George's County Police Department posted on Facebook account Tuesday. The Facebook post has since been updated to inform the public the officer has been identified. His police powers are now suspended as the investigation continues. The video of the officer canoodling with the woman. He said canoodling. Canoodling with the woman was recorded Sunday, according to the Baltimore Banner, and racked up millions of views by Wednesday morning. Police sources identify PGPD officer Francesco Marlett as the officer in the the video to local outlets. The video showed the officer in uniform kissing a woman and putting his arm around her waist before the pair headed to the back of the marked police vehicle. What do you think they were doing back there, Josh? I don't know. Reading there. Miranda writes. Uh, are, you, are you thinking they're back there reading their Bibles? Yeah, yeah, maybe. The individual the individual who recorded the viral video only identified as Nelson O said the scene unfolded about 7 p.m. 
On Sunday at the Carson Park in town of Oxon Hill, the Baltimore Banner reported, he told the outlet that he was at the park with his child and other family members to play soccer when he noticed the officer walking around allegedly looking suspicious. He added that he began recording when he spotted the young woman, who he described as being in her 20s, approaching the officer, arguing something didn't seem right. The couple reportedly remained in the back of the police vehicle for about 40 minutes before leaving in separate vehicles, the Baltimore uh, Banner reported. It was concerning because there's kids around, Nelson Old told the outlet. It just seemed off because this is the person that you're supposed to call for suspicious activity doing the suspicious activity, you know? A woman claiming to be Marlett's wife on Facebook just posted a message on social media site Wednesday lamenting that the embarrassing and painful about the embarrassing and painful situation. Um, which leads us to the next article of wife of Maryland cop caught with another woman in now viral video tells his mistress to rot in hell. Mm. I mean, I would just, wouldn't you just say that to your guy? But okay, both of them, if anything. The wife of the Maryland cop caught on viral video kissing another woman and and taking her into the back of his patrol car sparked a war of words with his mistress Wednesday, telling her to rot in hell, bitch. There goes my husband and his mistress. Paula Marlett wrote on Facebook alongside of the 47-second clip of her now-suspended cop husband, Francesco Marlett, in a compromising position with another woman. I'm not doing okay. It constantly pops up in my fucking newsfeed, and I have to constantly rewatch it over and over again, she said in the viral video, which made the rounds on TikTok and Instagram on Monday. This is a very tough time for me and my kids. Paula also wrote on a Wednesday of the embarrassing and painful experience. Yes, I know what's been going on, she said, publicly naming the woman filmed by her husband as Virginia Pinto. Virginia's husband left her ass a long time ago because she cheated. She, she, so she and my husband decided to do this behind my back for years, she claimed in one of her posts. I love you all, except for you, Virginia. You can rot in hell, bitch. Um, Pinto soon hit back, accusing the scorned wife of not saying the whole story. Not that I owe anyone an explanation. This girl has been cheating on her husband for a while now herself, she claimed, without offering proof. I've done nothing wrong. Please don't be mad at me because your husband wants me. Uh, the salacious clip shows Francesco in Prince George's County Police Department uniform with his arms around a woman in a short, tight black dress in a parking area. I we talked about that video. These the, uh, wow. Uh, Francesco grabs a woman. We talked about this. Uh, uh, the onlookers who filmed the intimate moment can be heard speaking in Spanish behind the camera with one crying, ayo, as they watch. Johnny Sins wilding on the job, the caption read, in reference to an adult film star. It went from friendly to romantic real fast. Witness Carlos, 22, told GM Press, I was disappointed by the attention because if a regular citizen does something like this, they would be arrested. It's power abuse, and he didn't even care to even look up to see if anyone was looking, he continued. I felt very uncomfortable, very uncomfortable explaining to my nephew why she's getting in the back seat with him if she hasn't done a crime. Since the video went public, Marlette has been suspended pending an investigation of Prince George. Blah, 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 blah. Francisco Marlowe was previously suspended without pay in 2016 when he was indicted for a second-degree child abuse. What the fuck? Huh. Wait, hold on. He was suspended for second-degree child abuse? He was indicted for it, and he's back on the force? Hold on. He was watching his girlfriend's child while she was cooking dinner and allegedly spanked the boy until he hit his head and lost consciousness as punishment for wetting the bed. What the fuck? You, you don't spank your kid for wetting the bed. My God. Like, if you want to cause trauma, that's how you cause trauma. You, wow. This is some Jerry Springer shit, to tell you the truth. Yeah, it really is. It's like, oh, my God. Because like, I didn't read the article prior to going live on the show. And then as you read it and you start saying, that bitch, Carol Baskin, it's just like, oh, God. We're dealing with the freaking dregs of society here, folks. This is not like the upper class. Like, the upper class are getting away with fraud and stuff, tax scheming shit. These people are just fucking each other in the back of police cars. That's it. 
What state was that in? Ohio, I believe. Was it Ohio? Or was it Maryland? Hold on. Prince George's County. I think it's uh, Maryland. <clears throat> oh, my gosh. Can you spank your wife for wetting the bed? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, influencers, folks. You love them. You've seen them. You're tired of them. I'm an influencer, and I'm here to tell you I'm very influential. I can influence the shit out of you. I shell shock CB didn't know. Um, that was the most cringe shit I've done in a while, but I'm proud of it. I'm cringe Lord Burke. So this is actually a really sad story here, folks. I'm not going to lie. It's disgusting. Um, Ruby Frank charged with four additional counts of child abuse after arrest. I saw this article prior. I didn't really know if I want to touch on it because like, I don't know the intricacies of this, this case. Is this like somebody just trying to leverage some shit against her or like, I don't know. Apparently not. Ruby Frank and her business partner, Jody Hildebrandt, <clears throat> excuse me, have been charged with four additional counts of aggravated child abuse. Court documents obtained by Page Six Wednesday show the state of Utah formally filed the additional charges following the eight passengers host arrested on August 30th. Frank, who was originally charged with two counts of child abuse, is scheduled to make an initial court appearance on Friday, September 8th. The momfluencer's lawyer declined to comment. A press release from the Washington County's attorney's office claimed that each defendant is accused of causing or permitting serious physical injury to the victims in three different ways. This is their children, folks. This is their children. Listen to this. This will have you wanting to just barf. Number one, a combination of multiple physical injuries or torture. Number two, starvation or, or malnutrition that jeopardizes life. And three, causing severe emotional harm. Police arrested Frank and her Connections co-founder last week after one of the YouTube personalities' children escaped through a window and ran to a neighbor's house for food and water. The neighbor, who noticed the child was emaciated and had duct tape wrapped around their extremities, then called police, who then discovered a second child who was malnourished, according to the arrest report. Both children were transported to a nearby hospital, and Frank and Hildebrandt were booked and held without bail. Frank's, or Frank's husband, Kevin Frank, said via his attorney, Randy S. Kester, that his client's urgent focus is simply to keep his children together under his fatherly care. Frank's share, Sherry, Chad, Amy, and Julie, okay, hold on. Despite the charges, Ruby is facing Kevin and the influence remain married. However, Ruby's sibling called her arrest a weight that's been lifted. The only thing that we ultimately care about is that our nieces and nephews are safe, and they are. Ruby's sister, Bonnie Holand, shared in a YouTube video, noting that the allegations against her sister have been testing her belief in God. Um, I know that the kids will be taken care of, she added. I know the kids will be okay. Aline's video came after she and her siblings released a joint statement explaining why they kept quiet about the alleged abuse. When the fans first raised concern about Ruby's treatment of her children, which included refusing to bring her six-year-old daughter's lunch to school, Ruby dismissed the viewers as malicious. Good grief. People are psychopaths. This apparently was one of those mom influencers, mom influencers. I didn't even look up her social media. Um, but what the hell? What the hell? Like, there's no telling. Like, they're malnourished and you've got them duct tape. Like, what the fuck? Just at a loss with that. And I mean, how do you even see that coming, honestly? If you follow somebody from any period of time, like, can you identify those patterns? I guess, I mean, they kind of did. They said that she didn't want to bring her daughter's lunch to school. It's like, there's a difference. Because I've been in that situation where, like, you know, mom, mom would be like, I'm not coming to bring it. But here, you know, uh, ask one of the teachers or somebody to borrow two fifty. They have the credit system. It's like, just buy lunch at school and I'll pay it back. Back then, it was like a buck fifty for lunch. 
Man, those are the days, man. Like seriously, it was like a buck fifty. Yeah. Fifty cents chocolate milks or twenty five cent chocolate milks. Shit was legit. You still have to walk to school. Remember, we drank milk with pizza and corn. And then we'd have chicken finger day. The big square steak piece fingers. of pizza. Yep. Like rectangle shape. Yep. The mashed potatoes and the clear little plastic container with the gravy on top. Oh, that was so good. And they had dinner roll. Oh, oh, those were good times. Those were good times. Good times. Um, here's an article that was kind of like, what the fuck? Uh, retired doctor. Listen to this. Arrested after raid of 70-foot yacht full of guns, drugs, and prostitutes report. I'm failing to understand why you're raiding this guy. That's the American dream. Guns, drugs, and prostitutes on a 70-foot yacht. All I can say is two words. Attaboy. <laughs> a retired doctor was arrested Tuesday after police allegedly found guns, drugs, and prostitutes on his 70-foot yacht anchored in Nantucket Harbor. The owner of the yacht, Scott Anthony Burke. Oh, shit. Well, that's with an E. We're not related. If I was related, I'd be like, hey, Unc, uh, I'll come help you out, but uh, <laughs> where's this yacht at? No. 69 years old, was taken into custody Tuesday morning following a raid on the board, the JessCon, a luxury vessel that's registered in the Cayman Islands, the Nantucket Current reported. Burke has since been slapped with a string of drug trafficking and weapons charges, police said on Wednesday. The shocking discovery in Burke's subsequent arrest in the harbor of the ritzy Massachusetts Island was made after the cops received a report just before 8 a.m. that a woman on board was in need of medical assistance, police said in a statement. The woman was taken to Nantucket Cottage Hospital, though it was unclear why she needed help. A search of the vessel by cops and the Coast Guard uncovered the prostitutes, drugs, firearms, and other contraband law enforcement sources told the local outlet. Burke, who was on the yacht at the time, was initially arrested on two counts of possessing a firearm without a license, police said. Oh. Oh, okay. Well, Dr. Scott Burke, right, is seeing this photo with wife Ellen and children Connor and Jessica in an uh, undated photo. Oh, okay. Well, um, he's, he's kind of a weird-looking son of a bitch. But, um, um, what the fuck? That's crazy. That's a big ass yacht, too. That is a big ass yacht. I wonder his political leanings. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because he got drugs and hookers nah. and guns on his boat. He was later slapped with additional charges of having ammunition in possession of class A and B drugs following the raid. Police confirmed an investigation was underway and an arrest has been made, but wouldn't disclose any further details. This case remains under investigation at this time. Well, yeah, I mean, if you're beating prostitutes, you can't do that, dude. Can't beat them. You can't beat them. You can kill them, but you can't beat them. No, I'm kidding. Don't kill prostitutes. Don't beat prostitutes either. You shouldn't do that. Burke is scheduled to be arraigned in Nantucket District Court on the weapons and drug-related charges next Monday. Oh, we should send him a gift basket. Got a boy. Living the dream, bro. No, really. Hunter was on board. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Dude, just when you think people just can't be, be any dumber, any dumber. That's a, that's a lot of cocaine. For what? 43 grams of cocaine. Oh, you actually found the actual stats? That's what it says. Oh, uh, I didn't see that part. The search of the yacht allegedly uncovered 43 grams of cocaine, 42 grams of How many of grams are in an eight ball? Eight? Eight grams of coke? Seven eight ball? Is that how it works? I'm not sure. I'm not a drug. You have no idea. Uh, but it sounds like a lot. 43 grams sounds like a lot of 42 grams of ketamine. Does it though? 43 grams doesn't seem like a lot. Uh, nine millimeter. Well, I mean, it's like Tony Montana over there. Yeah. I don't know. 
I just kind of feel like, who are you hurting? I mean, if you're not hurting the prostitutes, then be happy. You're doing drugs on a yacht. You got guns for protection. You got your hose. Boats and hose. Boats and hose. I mean, that's what they should call this case. Boats and hose and blow. But still, I mean, come on, man. It's crazy. Mm, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's crazy. Uh, but this this story came to me and... I, <laughs> so the eight ball is three and a half grams. Oh, how much does an eight ball go for? Any uh, uh, Timothy Tinkless said 43 grams sounds like a weekend party. Did you read about the Minuteman missile we sent up today? I did not. Minute, what is that? Can you look that up for me? Minuteman missile? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to start with this article. Prepare to be grossed out, folks. Woman left fighting for her life after leaving tampon in for months. <laughs> what? A woman who accidentally left a tampon in for two months. How, okay, hold on. How do you how do you do that? Ladies, okay, I've never asked this question. It's never been something that I've been, you know, morbidly curious about. It's one big vagina. Uh, well, I'm kind of like when you use a tampon, you clearly feel it, right? Or do you have sensory adaptation? You get so accustomed to it, you forget about it. Ladies in the chat want to educate me on this one? Is it is it possible to actually forget that you have a tampon in? Or is it like, uh, no, you know you got one in. Is it, like, is it like the same as wearing a butt plug? Is it the same thing? That kind of feeling? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I've never I've never really discussed this this topic. It's never been a topic of interest for me, but kind of interested now. Uh, do you forget when you have a butt plug in? Me? No, yeah. absolutely not. Every time I sit down, it gives me like a little freaking uh, little, hey, I'm still Ooh. here. Ooh, it's cold. Okay. They said, yes, you feel it. But it's not something that you can get used to and just forget about then, right? Uh, Tammy says, I've known of women forgetting they had one in and then shoving another one in, so it goes super far up. Okay. Okay. That, okay. Hmm. Ever since she was a teenager, Kelsey Foster, 29, had been using tampons without any major issues and always thought they were a safe and easy menstrual product. But the mom of one told news.com AU that she really had no idea about the potential dangers that could arise from using tampons and certainly was not aware of the prevalence of toxic shock syndrome, TSS. Um, like many tampon users, she had briefly seen the tiny warning written on the small fold of paper pamphlet that is included in the product's packet, but had not taken that much notice. Uh, she never learned about it in school, but rather it felt more like an urban legend, something that people had heard about but never thought could ever truly happen to them. But now the new or the business owner from Newcastle in New South Wales is hoping to raise awareness by sharing her story as she continues to battle the insidious infection. The main thing I want to get across is talking about periods should not be shameful, Kelsey told news.com AU. Um, there's a lot of shame and stigma around uh, any menstrual talk, and it means that conditions like toxic shock syndrome are simply not discussed. It's a deadly condition, and your body can shut down within 24 to 48 hours. It's no joke. We need to remove the shame of talking about periods, tampons, and all things menstrual-related. Toxic shock is real. It's deadly, and it's way more common than we think. Kelsey is no stranger to being in the hospital, having been in and out for the last few months due to serious gallbladder and liver issues unrelated to TSS. Yeah, it's not like diarrheaing on a plane. <laughs> I'm still curious as to how she forgot she had it in. Thought it was just another blood clot, which happens to me a lot, but it was an old tampon. I was absolutely shocked. I couldn't believe it. I'm not sure how long it's been inside of me, but it must have been at least six weeks ago, and that is when my last period was. My menstrual cycle is very irregular. Oh. That's just horrible. 
Ugh. I hope she wasn't having sex. Yeah. You're welcome for that mental image, boys. Where'd you, where'd you find that story? NewYorkPost.com. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, last and most certainly, not least. Do you want to hear about that? Uh, yes, the Minuteman missile. To hear on Fox is that U.S. launches unarmed ICBM to test nuclear capabilities amid tensions with North Korea. The test launch of the Minuteman intercontinental ballistic missiles meant to ensure safety, security, and effect. Sounds like we're uh, headed to World War Three. That's what it sounds like to me. It's just a flex to warn other countries of what our capabilities could potentially be. Who was that over in Ukraine that said that World War Three is already underway? I, I have saw no that idea. someplace. I have no idea. Wouldn't surprise me. Kamala Harris says she may have to take over as president and is ready to do so. Vice President Kamala Harris said Wednesday that an important part of her job is the fact that she may have to take over if President Biden is unable to complete his term in office and that she's ready to do so if required. See, folks, they're already setting the framework. They're already landing the foundational work, and there you go. Getting the public uh, accustomed to hearing that Kamala might have to step in. Joe might be a little too sick. And then it's Kamala running. Kamala's not going to run. Kamala would be stupid to run. Yeah. Stupid. Most unpopular person. Vice president of all time. Not just vice president, but nobody liked her, even when she was yeah. running for president. Yeah, she was polling so low, the fact that she was even you know, uh, identified by Biden. It's like, bro, you know that's an intersectional hire and it's not going to work for you. And clearly it's not. Look, she's horrible at her job. Yeah, I still think it's going to be Gavin Newsom. That's, yeah, same. Um, questions about the president age often go hand in hand with the questions about how you would step in the role if necessary. Do you feel prepared for that possibility? Has serving as vice president prepared you for that job? Associated Press reporter Chris Mergen asked Harris. A response? <laughs> community, community, community. Together. AI. Is two words. Artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence is two words. That means AI. <laughs> Sound like Elmo there. Yes, replied the 58-year-old vice president in Jakarta, Indonesia, where she is representing Biden at the annual Association of Southeast Asian Nations Summit. And how would you describe that process? The reporter asked. Well, first of all, let's I'm answering your hypothetical, but Joe Biden is going to be fine. So that is not going to come to fruition, Harris said. Sure. Sure. But let also, let's also understand that every vice president, every vice president understands that when they take the oath, that they must be very clear about the responsibility they may have to take over the job of being president. I am no different. Eight of the 45 men who served as president died in office, four by assassination and four from natural causes. Biden already is the oldest ever president turns 81 in November. Oh, sweet death can't come soon enough. Dear Lord, rid us of another POS. I'm telling you, this guy doesn't look anything like he did no. 10, 15 years ago. No, it doesn't look like the same person. His nose is totally different. He's had a lot of work done. You think he's had a lot of work done? Oh, absolutely. He's, he's been Botox to high hell. You think he's been, I don't know. I think so. It, it, it looks like a totally different person. Yeah, of course. I mean, just, he looks like a weak, frail old, old man. man. He is a weak, frail and old his man. Nose is, unless he just did. Your nose is stupid. A, a ton of cocaine to where his nose just collapsed on him and they had it like you know what i'm saying you know clearly cocaine I, is a part of the biden uh yeah there's something in the family must be genetic yeah. hereditary you know I, I really think he is so out of it but they probably have him on so many medications that dude is probably a walking zombie I, he just doesn't look the same no no he looks nothing like he did no i, I mean it's crazy it's pathetic 
But just even 10 years ago, like people prefer 10 years that. Ago. It's like, it's just, it's mind blowing how Democrats would still support Biden. It's like, man, you guys are idiots. Like you are real idiots. I just don't get how you, how you think. But then again, they're liberals. That's what they do. Liberals don't think. Well, folks, that does it for today's episode of the All American Savage Show podcast. Look, do me a favor. I'm going to drop a link in the chat. Rumble and kick. It's on you right now. It's on you right now. Here's the link. Go to the All American Savage Show podcast. Leave us a review. Help us out. There's the link below. You can tap that. Go do it right now. Help us out. It's uh, it's for a great cause. And uh, it helps boost our ratings. You know, of course, we're not going to compete with the top shows that are backed by the likes of Turning Point, the GOP, but we're making an effort. We're trying here. We're still carving out our niche. And we continue to do so. We can't, we can't be successful without your help, folks. So if you like it, help us by leaving a review and sharing it to your friends. Uh, and that does it for today's episode of the All-American Savage Show podcast. Folks, we greatly appreciate you being here. Um, and we will be live tomorrow with the Military Murder Podcast. That's going to be fun. Really interesting podcast. I'm excited to see this. Got anything to have, my man? On that token, you guys have a great day. And as always, go fuck yourself, Josh.